0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Seven different conservation groups have sent a letter stating their intent to sue the United States Forest Service for disregarding thousands of acres of grizzly habitat in order to allow more livestock grazing near Yellowstone National Park. The letter, which demands that the National Forest Service reconsider its actions, and puts the agency on notice will expire at the end of June and is required prelude to a lawsuit. The environmental organizations claim that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which is led by Montana native Martha Williams, has failed to comply with the Endangered Species Act by authorizing the expanded livestock grazing in the Absaroka Beartooth Mountains just north of Yellowstone National Park in an area called the East Paradise Range Allotment. The letter said the Forest Service has acknowledged that putting more livestock on the land will likely lead to more bare human conflicts and likely means more grizzlies will have to be killed. The letter also says that adding more livestock puts them right in the primary conservation area, also called the recovery zone, quote, The best available science reveals livestock grazing in areas occupied by grizzly bears is a serious and substantial threat to the species and its recovery, often resulting in the mortality and removal of bears and family units, including females with cubs. The letter continues, the best available science reveals a significant jump in the amount of grizzly bear mortalities attributed to livestock grazing in the greater Yellowstone over the decade even though the grizzly population has largely stayed the same. The letter also says that grizzly habitat is changing and will make those human bear conflicts more likely. A loss of two primary food sources for bears, cutthroat trout and whitebark pine, makes grizzlies more reliant on meat-based diets, according to the letter. The groups believe the grizzlies will turn to grazing livestock to replace other lost food sources. According to the letter, In the Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem, Fish and Wildlife reports that from 1980 to 2001, nine grizzly bears were removed to protect livestock interests. From 2002 to 2020, that number jumped to 128 management removals. The letter says the service is not relying on the best science and imperiling the grizzly recovery and causing more stress by increasing the chances of human bear conflict. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has ruled that several changes to Montana's water quality standards passed by the 2021 legislative session do not comply with the Federal Clean Water Act, and is telling state officials that previously approved standards are still on the books until the EPA says otherwise. The EPA says the changes to nitrogen and phosphorus pollution standards were not only adapted without proper review by the EPA, but could also lead to degradation of Montana's waterways. The state wants to replace existing numeric nutrient criteria with broader, more flexible, and more subjective narrative criteria. The numeric standards, according to the EPA, are scientifically defensible and protective of designated uses of waterways. EPA is not aware of any information demonstrating that the science has changed to alter this conclusion. The letter to DEQ director Chris Dorrington states, Nutrient pollution impairs 35% of river miles in Montana. An overabundance of nutrients can kill fish and create water conditions that are even potentially harmful to humans. The standards govern discharge permits to point source pollutions like sewage treatment plants, municipal governments and others. Leading lawmakers in the state, mostly Republicans, say numeric standards were too costly to meet with current technology. They want a watershed-specific adaptive management program that prioritizes more affordable phosphorus reduction and assesses the impact of nutrient loading through monitoring rather than precise measurements of nutrient contamination taken at the source. However, that legislation, SB 358, was an unauthorized revision that conflicts with the Clean Water Act. It requires that the EPA approve state and tribal water policy changes. A spokesperson for the Montana Department of Environmental Quality said the agency is still reviewing the impact of the letter on the state's implementation of the new water quality standards. The DEQ will discuss the letter at the workgroup's next meeting on May 17th. The U.S. House voted overwhelmingly Tuesday to provide an additional $40 billion in economic, humanitarian, and military assistance to Ukraine as its troops continue fighting back against Russia's invasion. Montana's lone congressional representative, Matt Rosendale, a Republican, voted against the measure, saying the money should be directed towards other domestic priorities like the southern border and the fentanyl crisis. The House voted 368 to 57 to pass the bill anyway. The legislation released just hours before now goes to the U.S. Senate, where leaders hoped to send the bill quickly to President Joe Biden's desk. Alabama Republican Representative Robert Adderholt gave the first signal that the GOP lawmakers, most of them, would support the measure, saying, quote, In short, this is a good bill, and I would encourage my... Yes. Rosendale said... I'm disappointed that Congress still refuses to address the issues that are affecting Americans here at home. Last year, over 100,000 Americans died due to drug overdoses, the majority from fentanyl coming from Mexico. Rosendale continues, Congress needs to be a better steward of taxpayer dollars and focus on the safety and well-being of Americans before sending more monetary aid abroad. The bill would provide the U.S. Defense Department with $8.7 billion to resupply U.S. military equipment that has gone to Ukraine, $6 billion for security assistance for Ukraine's military and national security forces, and $3.9 billion for European command operations. The U.S. State Department would receive $13.9 billion for refugee assistance, food aid, economic assistance, combating human trafficking, and military financing. Another $4.4 billion would go to the U.S. Agency for International Development to provide food aid to people around the world who are experiencing food shortages as a result of Russia's war in Ukraine. Director of National Intelligence Averill Haines says Russia is counting on the United States and the European Union's, quote, resolve to weaken as both food shortages, inflation, and energy prices get worse. Democrats in Congress are hoping to overhaul the nation's 150-year-old system for mining elements needed for battery manufacturing as high gas prices and Russia's war in Ukraine underline the need to transition from oil and gas to renewable energy sources. U.S. House Natural Resources Chairman Raul Grijalva of Arizona and U.S. Senator Martin Heinrich of New Mexico have each sponsored bills that would set environmental and reclamation standards. Their legislation would also require mining companies to clean up abandoned mines, lease the federal lands they operate on, and pay royalties for the revenue from public lands. Tuesday was the 150th anniversary of the grant signing of the General Mining Act of 1872. The new legislation seeks to place environmental requirements and financial costs on miners, as well as require consultation with Native American tribes. New mines would have to pay a 12.5% royalty rate for operations on federal land. Existing lands would see an 8% royalty rate. One quarter of that royalty would go to the state where the mine is located. Private mining companies have extracted $300 billion from public land without paying royalties and while sticking taxpayers with cleanup bills, according to the bill's authors. Defunct mines can leach chemicals into nearby water and soil, Senator Heinrich said. He referenced the Gold King Mine wastewater spill in Colorado that turned waters in New Mexico, quote, "...the color of tang." because of heavy metals and other contaminants. More than 107,000 Americans died of drug overdoses last year, setting another record in the nation's overdose epidemic. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The provisional 2021 total translates to roughly one U.S. overdose death every five minutes. It marks a 15% increase from the previous record set the year before. Montana saw 143 deaths, according to the CDC. In Montana, from 2018 to 2019, drug overdose deaths increased 4.8% and opioid-involved overdose deaths increased 6.5%. More than 100 people die each year from drug overdose in Montana and more than 15,000 emergency department visits annually are attributable to substance use. The City of Missoula is proposing an ordinance change to the way unpaid utility bills are handled. The new ordinance would require property owners to cover tenants' unpaid water bills. If a tenant. Of a property, $100 of water, wastewater, or stormwater bills unpaid for 90 days, an account would be opened in the property owner's name and they would be responsible for footing the bill. Property owners could file a request to bill a tenant that needs to be signed by the tenant and would bill the tenants instead of the property owners. Property owners would still be responsible if the bills go unclaimed. If the debt remains unpaid, the Department of Revenue would be notified and the unpaid amounts would be collected as a tax against the property. Missoula City Council has set a public hearing regarding the ordinance change for June 6th. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Millings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio on the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.